Warning. This podcast will contain spoilers from whatever TV show or movie is mentioned. Please listen at your own discretion. Welcome to Viewers Anonymous. Yo, what's going on? This is the Viewers Anonymous podcast. I am Scoots Bronson. And I am S. Foster. And I messed that whole intro up, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did the already home thing. Yep. That's hilarious. I caught myself, though. I definitely caught you myself. You did. Up. You did. That's, fu- that's fucking comedy, bro. What's going on with you, man? Man, I know y'all can hear it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, the, it's the allergy day, man. I, that's what I call it. I had one of those days today, you know, runny nose, man, sneezing and all of that shit. But I'm like, look, man, this is what people got to understand. You know what I'm saying? It's a real dead Holyfield. All of mm-hmm. us got lives out here. So I don't even really take sick days like that. So y'all going to have to, y'all going to have to, I got to listen to it today. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to always be, you know what I'm saying? It's not going to always be an A day. So yeah. I got to deal with this C day, man. But how you feeling, man? Everything good with you? Man, I'm great. Uh, just waiting for this rain to leave. You know what I'm saying? This warm weather to finally pick up. You know what I mean? Uh, it's been raining all day. Uh, it's supposed to be more rain tomorrow. So I don't know what's going on, but it's been raining like crazy here in Ohio, man. Um, but outside of that, man, I'm good. Been brainstorming, trying to come up with some new ideas for some things, man. You know, getting ready for this spring and this summer. Um. Looking at new equipment, you know what I'm saying? I found a uh, a nice gimbal, you know what I mean? And uh, I was inspired at, because at work, these guys uh, came in and they're a um, filming company. Or I think they are a filming company. I don't know. But dude had this fucking gimbal, bro, on this fucking camera. And I was looking, I'm like, yo, like that motherfucker looks sweet. You know what I'm saying? He had it connected to a little screen on the bottom. So he wasn't even looking at the camera. He just looking at the screen. Uh-huh. But he turns it, and the motherfucker rotates and stabilizes. I said, "Oh, I need that motherfucker right there. That's <laughs> sweet, bro." I said, "That's sweet, man." So yeah, that's that's uh that's what I'm looking at right now. And then um <clears throat> I gotta find a soundboard for my camera and everything else like that. So you know, just uh looking to gear up for this year, man. You know, trying to make sure I got the right stuff to do the right thing, brother. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Like you, you told me some of the the things that you've been brainstorming, man, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of it sounds good, man. Cause like, like I spoke about off uh, off air, man. You always have like a lot of great ideas, and and another thing that I also said off air, just the fact of like, cause see, when we do this, we you know what I'm saying we try to keep it centered around the film or yeah. the TV show that we on, but yeah. like just the shit that you used to do. Like, that's why I like having, like, certain topics and shit. And be mm-hmm. like, yo, I would love to do this topic. And I'd be like, you the perfect dude to bring on. So that's why I bring you on to the 28 Minutes uh, or Less a lot. Because yeah. I just want your opinion on different things. You know what I'm saying? You, you know what I'm saying? You're very well-rounded, man, on different shit. So, I try yeah. to be, man. I I'm, I'm excited. That. I'm excited. I'm excited for it, man. Because I, I, I love to hear it because it also opened me up to some different shit that I might not know. But then it also opened up my perspective on different mm-hmm. shit, you know. So, yeah, yeah man. I'm, yeah. I'm excited for the things that you were talking about, man. 
Oh uh, man, listen, you're gonna you're gonna love this. You're gonna love this idea. Once I uh <laughs> once I put this together, I might have to send you some footage, man, so you can see what I'm what I'm doing. So <laughs> hey, that that hey, that shit <laughs> that shit have had me feeling special. Look, I love behind the rope shit, yo. Oh, hey, listen, you definitely gonna love this behind the scenes footage. <laughs> <laughs> But listen, man, you talk about great ideas, man. I'm not the only one that's coming up with great mm-hmm. ideas because you, sir, um, you also come up with great ideas. You know what I'm saying? You got a great perspective on things. I love listening to you when you do the solo pods. But, hey, man, I I might, I, I probably say this every time you come up with one of these, but you've outdone yourself. Oh, what? You've what happened? This... Th- this is your pick for this movie, right? You oh, came okay. up with the pick for this episode. Listen here, bro. God damn it, that was a great movie. I tried to tell you. That was a great movie, man. And I know y'all thinking like, man, every movie y'all do, y'all think is great. No, nah, not so not so much. Not so much. Trust me, we gonna we gonna do some uh we got some things coming up, man. I'm you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm starting to I'm starting to see a trend here. And um I gotta, you know, what I'm saying I got this thing that we gotta get to, as far as new movies. Okay. Right. And so, I don't know yet. We got, we gotta talk. We gotta talk about the, the, you know, what I'm saying the inner workings of this off, off air. But I got an idea, you know, what I'm saying because we, we talked about coming up with a Patreon, and so um, we'll be coming up with a Patreon here soon. We gotta make sure we get every all the details and everything right, but. For the Patreon, though, I think we should only, well, any, I say it, fuck it, because we do spoilers anyway. I think we should only do brand new movies. Yeah. Newly released joints, right? Yeah, instant reaction. Instant reaction. So I think that's what the Patreon is going to be on. Um, And then we, you know what I'm saying, we cover everything else outside of that. So um, as you've already read in the title, of course, this episode is about the Netflix film. Um, the Adam Project starring Ryan Reynolds, Mark Ruffalo, um, Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yo, did she get surgery done on her face or something? I don't know, man. I just, that I look. I I don't know. I don't. I don't keep up with Jennifer Garner like that. But uh, I mean, she don't know. look like she looked in the lecture, bro. Look, maybe, maybe she. In, in what way? Like, what do you mean? Like, she looked like she got like. Something done like in her cheekbones and around her eyes or something. Well, I mean, look, we did a movie that she was a part of not too long ago with Peppermint. Yeah, but it so ain't you said she like even looked different from looking, Peppermint. Yeah, she ain't looking like she looking now, my boy. Maybe she just like got like her face got fatter or something. I don't know, but it's just like <laughs> she looked different, bro. I, I mean, maybe it's just maybe it was the angle. I don't know. It's just. She looked a little bit off, man. But um, yeah, bro, this is a this was a good movie, man. Um, did I say his name right? I said Ryan Reynolds, right? Yeah. Okay. Because for some odd reason, I call him the nigga from Star Lord. I mean, the nigga that plays Star Lord sometimes. And uh, Chris Pratt. Yes. Every every now and then, I switch them up depending on the what's going on. But um. And they don't look shit alike, but for some odd reason, they both got that like weird, goofy, quirky type comedy. Yeah. So it kind of yeah, but um yeah, man. So basically, this movie is about um Adam, 
who goes back in time to stop. Well, not necessarily stop. He's really going back in time to find his wife. But amidst finding his wife, he learns that he has to stop the creation of time travel. That's the best way to put it. Damn, that was God ace that. Um, <laughs> so first and foremost, let me say thank you, because my mom has been telling me about this movie. And when you had put it on the list, I was trying to tell her, like, I don't want to watch it too early because, you know what I'm saying, this is a part of the list. And then, um, you know what I'm saying, we had other stuff to watch outside of that. So I finally watched it, and I I greatly appreciated um, the fact that they kind of did away with, like, the the – the made up rules of this whole time travel theory thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, in most time travel situations, you're not supposed to go back and see yourself or, you know what I'm saying? Things can mess up the future or you, you know what I'm saying? You can't do this or you can't do like, it was, it's so many rules to time travel. Um, But this one kind of, kind of bent the rules a tad bit. Right. So, mm-hmm. We start off in the beginning, you know what I'm saying? We see uh, Adam still in a uh, – Adam, who was played by Ryan Reynolds. Um, he's still oh, – I'm sorry, and this also uh, stars Zoe Saldana, too. How could I forget? Uh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, she's man, she's so bad. But, um, so, yeah, we see Adam still in the ship. We see some people chasing him. We hear a woman's voice over the, um, over the comms, and then my man shoots – a projectile from a laser or some shit like that out the ship and he goes into a wormhole. And then later on, we find out that he ends up in the year 2022, but he was in the year 2050. Um, now the little kid, I, uh, let me get dude's name, but, um, the kid who's playing him is hilarious as hell. First and foremost. Oh yeah. So let's get that out the way and give him his kudos because he did a great job. Um, but his name is Walker Scoble, and he did a great job. <clears throat> excuse me, um, playing the twelve-year-old Adam. Um. So before we actually start getting into it, like, what 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 did you think about this? I mean, I know, but what did you think about this movie? Well, when I I mean, Ryan, first of all, Ryan Reynolds is one of those guys where it's just like, Ryan Reynolds' new movie, all right, I'm in. Like, yeah. he, he's one of those actors for me where I would check a movie out simply because he's in it. And so within seeing it, like I saw the, because you know how Netflix got the thing where as soon as it's on the movie, it plays the, the trailer. Yeah. So I, I saw the trailer and I was like, all right, I got to check this out. So my initial thoughts was like, yo, this is this is pretty dope. So mm-hmm. I get to watching it, and like I talked about before on a coming soon, we've spoken about time travel on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I thought that the way that they was doing it this time, they forgot all about the rules. Like they, yeah. they just kind of like they really came up with their own idea, but like they kind of like they 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 put the concept in the movie of like you don't cross yourself mm-hmm. and you don't you don't tell someone the future and 
I felt the way that they did it was different. And I, and I love the approach of them doing it in a different way because all we have right now is theories. Yep. Yep. Because if it has been proven, the government ain't told us. Yeah. So we can go off a different theory. Like we can and, and, and we can make fun of the previous theories because we just don't know. Like everything mm-hmm. is a theory. So I love that they took a different approach. I thought that it was very dope on the way that they revealed to the 12 year old Adam that this is, you know what I'm saying, the, the, the mid 30s Adam. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I love the way they introduced that, especially like when the, uh, when the young Adam finally found out it was him after like they told the dog to shut up. Yeah. And he was like, You got that scar on your chin. Yeah, you know you did. You know my dog's name. You know my name. You know when I was born. He was like you're me, and he started to fall back and he caught him. Yeah, I like, <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Hey, that, that, listen, fun. that little kid. I don't know if they had him just watch Ryan Reynolds movies. Like yo, like we gonna we gonna we gonna pick you. You got this mm-hmm. role. We just want you to sit back and watch his timing because he had his timing. Down, pack. Big you time. hear me, my guy? Like he Big had, time. he he literally had, like he really was the twelve year old Ryan Reynolds, and that mm-hmm. shit was hilarious. I think they did a great selection on picking him. I love the way that they did that. Um, it's something. If there's a scene in this movie, I would get into later on. It's involving both of the Adams and Mark Ruffalo, who plays their dad, mm-hmm. which uh, he was Lewis. But listen, I loved it, man. To be honest with you, it's it's different, it's refreshing. It's just um I mean, look, I'm gonna say it and I'm gonna keep saying it, yo. Like, look, I love Ryan Reynolds, he my guy. Quit playing around, man. We need that, we need that second six underground, man. Like you doing yeah, all these time. Netflix movies, but big you time. ain't doing the next uh, underground, man. But I know I'm rambling right now, but but anyway, um, so what is your thought on them? Everybody know the theories of time travel. Like, what are your thoughts on them thinking outside the box and doing time travel in a different type of way? Um, I think it's I think it's super clever. Um, because you know what I'm saying, like we've seen a bunch of time travel movies. Um, you know what I'm saying? We've seen a bunch of time travel TV shows. And you know, everybody if you are nerd enough to watch those things or nerd enough to read up on certain things, you know that you're not supposed to see your past or future self. You know, you're not supposed to come in any kind of contact. You know, you're not supposed to alter anything that happened or you could change the course of time and blah, 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 blah. Um, What I did think was dope is that they mentioned the various theories of time travel, right? So like he was talking about the multiverse theory. And then, you know, they also talked about the linear verse theory, where it's just one continuous stream of time. And then, you know, they talked about, you know, with this one, I thought it was dope because they're talking about different wormholes opening up portals to be able to go back in time. But it's not necessarily time as we think. Right. It's like. At every point in time, that's where you belong. Right. So, like, you could break that down to, like 
and let's just break it down into something simple like years. So like your 31 year old self belongs in the year you turn 31 or you do or your 31st year of living. It don't belong yeah. nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I thought that that was, um, I thought that was an interesting concept for them to use because remember when they went to go get Mark Ruffalo when he was teaching the class and he was like, yo, can't, you know, y'all not supposed to be here. Like y'all supposed to be in y'all, you know, y'all time points. And I thought that was interesting them using that, <clears throat> using that theory because, you know, you don't really see too much of movies or television or any kind of really real media kind of using or any kind of major media using that theory. And I think that's an interesting theory only because it makes a lot of sense as, as far as our perception of time. So it's like anything that will happen this year is of course, you know, going to affect next year and the year on and you know what I mean? And then like, once you understand that point, you can then break it down to like months, weeks, days, you know what I'm saying? Hours, minutes, seconds, so on and so forth. So like, at this point, it's like everything you do now, like, you know, you kind of got that thought process that is linear. So it's like whatever you do now is going to affect you 10 years down the line. You know, we hear that all the time. But for them making this movie, it kind of made sense as to it don't matter what you do. Like, whatever the timeline is, the timeline is, right? And we kind of seen the same thing with, like, Loki. Um we kind of well, with the Loki television show. We kind of seen the same thing with um, the Spider Man joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't know if you know there's different versions of us. We don't know if it's a different plane or you know what I mean. Like, it's it's all kind of theories that can go into this, and it's all kind of ways you can kind of think about this. And I think that they they took um, a very unique approach, and they also didn't take the simplest approach which I really appreciated with that because the simplest approach would have just been like, he's doing everything in his power to help, you know what I'm saying? Like to have 12 year old Adam relive all these things. So, you know what I'm saying? He ain't got to go through all this shit, but it was dope to have him and then his 12 year old self go back in time to find his dad, make sure everything else is cool. And then like, even when they was talking to his dad, his dad was so caught up in the in that you know what I'm saying that simplistic theory of you guys aren't even supposed to see each other because if you do this then this will happen and it and he trying to tell him like my man like none of that shit is what you like this ain't none of this shit what you think it is trust me like you think it's gonna go this way but I'm here to tell you my nigga I'm from the future it ain't gonna go that way so I thought that was pretty dope man and then the way that it ended where they all just basically just got back to those starting points I thought that was dope too what about you yeah yeah like so, I want to focus in on what you were saying when it, when, it, when they were talking about Lewis and like his whole train of thought of like how the stuff works. And I thought yeah. that it was great how they introduced him to the older Adam with mm-hmm. him in the class, and then they had like this one discussion about like we're both right in our you know time periods. And then like he looked at him, and then the class left, and then he looked at him. He was like Adam, you know what yeah. I mean? And like. For him to, for them not to sugarcoat the movie to be like, yo, exactly. he never seen a grown up Adam. But you know what you your know child what like, though. True, true. But like, can you imagine you have a 10 year old son at home and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden 
you see a, a 30 something year old, your son. No, well, at, he, that time, at that time, Adam was. He was 10 because it was 2018. No, he was eight. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's four years. It was four years. And it's like, but yeah, but even that, to be like, you look at an eight year old and then look. I just thought that the way that they did it, I thought that it was dope, but I also that showed the genius of him mm-hmm. to be like, for him not to freak out and to be like, yo, and then he see the 12 year old Adam and then he's like, yo, like, 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 what the fuck are you doing? Like, this is irresponsible and all this type of shit. And so, like, then, like, he's well, so. It, it kind of makes sense for him to, to even do that too, because. We got to remember watching this like this is the dude that's creating the theory of time travel. So like when he sees it, you know, what I'm saying he sees his older son and then he see his the younger version of his older. I mean, he sees the older version of his son and he sees a, the other older version of his son. And he's he, like the 12 year old Adam kind of concealed it. But that's why he was like he looked he like, yo, how, how old are you? And when he said he like, oh, shit, like, is this time travel? Like. And you can see, like, kind of the wheels working in his head, like, oh, I got that shit right. You know what I'm saying? So I thought that shit was super dope, like, just to be able, just for him to be able to recognize, but, or, or for them to have him recognize only because, you know what I'm saying, like, this is what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? Or this is his whole life's work to do this. Yeah. That he's doing in present day in his Mm -hmm. time in 2018. And, for him to be as stubborn as he is and as smart as he is, like, like the older Adam had to like try to tell him, like, look, yo, like, yeah, you solve time travel, yes, mm-hmm. but at the same time, what you have to understand is like what I'm doing right now, it's not fucking anything up. But the yeah. simple fact of I've been living in 2050 and like what Maya's doing, your partner, what she's doing, she's fucking everything up, mm-hmm. and then Maya. She's going back seeing her old her younger self and giving her fucking tips on how to get richer and shit, which they tell you there, don't do that. You know what I'm hey, saying? Let like let me tell you something. Maya is everybody that watches this goddamn movie in real life. Let's just go ahead and call a spade a spade. Because if I had the power to go back in time to tell myself. What and what not to do? Hey, my nigga, listen. <laughs> I'm going, Jeff Bezos, who? Fuck Jeff Bezos. I'm going back, nigga. We about to figure out how to start this internet shit up, and you hey. need to find shit to sell on the internet. Hey, you sell you selling books at your garage? <laughs> hey, what? I'm inventing the Xbox, nigga. I'm I'm doing all kind of shit. I'm matter of fact, I'm about to be the I'm about to be the best gambler in the history of gambling. Hell yeah, you know how the outcomes of games. Be like, oh on, yeah, baby. like I look. Come I on, know, baby. I know, I know who gonna win the Super Bowl. Yeah, in fucking two thousand one. I'm betting. Hey, man, listen for for three years straight, bro. I'm telling my from from nineteen to twenty uh, from nineteen to uh, twenty two. I'm going to go to Vegas, take all my life's earnings, and at that time it was probably like three thousand dollars. I'm gonna take all my life's earnings every year, and I'm going to bet it all in Vegas on the Super Bowl every year. Why not? Yeah, Maya. Maya. Maya is even though she's the villain, she is like you said the most realistic person because mm-hmm. 
everybody would do that. Because the thing exactly. is, she was already rich. Mm -hmm. But she was just trying to get more money for the simple fact of like, so she could keep doing what she's doing, basically. Yeah. And like for her, for him to try to tell his dad, like, yo, like Maya's not the person. She, like, yeah, she's who she is right now. But mm -hmm. in the future, you don't understand what she's doing. Right. And also, for Adam, the older Adam, to risk everything to save his wife. But I think that when he explained to, uh, was it younger Adam? Yeah, when he explained to younger Adam about like when, when the scene when he was talking to younger Adam and telling him, like, I've been there. He was like, your life is pretty much shit. He was like, your high point is when you go to college. And then you get kicked out of college for some bullshit because you did something stupid. And mm -hmm. then he was like, then you join the Air Force and then you meet the one person, the one person that really, really cares about you. Like, yeah, you risk everything to save this person because he made it seem like when... I think another thing that's really key about this movie is the fact that the younger Adam is really smarter than the older Adam. And they pointed it out a couple of times. necessarily smarter. Maybe, maybe it's because <laughs> when, when they were sitting at the picnic table, right, and he was like, what I think it is, is it's more recent to me so I can explain you this because mm -hmm. it's more fresher in my mind. And he mm -hmm. was like, he said, what I think you have done is you have forgotten or at least mixed in sad and mad yeah he was like and for him to explain to him like yo i think you forgot that like yeah you're sad but you turn your sadness into madness mm -hmm. and like he resented his dad for not being there yeah. you see it's more fresher in the 12 year old mind because he died a year ago right but he but the older adam resented his dad for the simple fact of yo you only cared about your work. You worked all the time. It was like that's how he remembers him. But like when he explained to him about that that catch thing, mm -hmm. he was like, "Yeah, he got that, so he wouldn't play with me." He was like, "No, he didn't." It's it's been over like thirty years or twenty years for you. But he yeah. was like, "I bet." He said we walked past that store every day, and I begged and begged and begged him for it. Mm -hmm. That's why he got me that catch thing. It, and see, like he kind of mixed up his memory. So I thought it was dope how the younger Adam was able to teach the older Adam shit. But he also, like, they're both teaching each other everything. But I don't know, man. Like, like what do you think about that dynamic? Because I'm kind of going in circles. But, like, I just thought that the dynamic between the younger and older Adam was really dope. I mean, I thought the dynamic was great. But. It made sense as to, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, you got to think about yourself now, right? Now you're a little bit more mature. You got, you kind of got a, a, um, a little more understanding of life. You can kind of, uh, you know what I'm saying? You can kind of cope with things a little bit differently. You, you know, you got a, a different thing going on. So to then go back and talk to your younger self, 
And your younger self really don't know shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? You still kind of going through it at 12 years old. So then you go back to your younger self. The fact that, first and foremost, the fact that he was able to even cope so fast with the fact that he's talking to the 30-year-old version of himself at 12. And then, you know what I'm saying, the fact that these niggas is supposed to basically save the world. Like, <laughs> he held it together for You know what I'm saying? He, he held it together pretty well. You know what I mean? But I thought the dynamic was cool. Um, be honest with you, I don't think that I could – I don't know. I don't know if I'd be able to um, – I don't know if I'd be able well, yeah, yeah, because I think I could deal with my 12-year-old self. I don't think I was that hectic and crazy as I was as I got older, but like just to be able to go back and then, you know, see yourself in that moment. Like, you know, to me, the only thing that they didn't do was kind of like, well, in a sense they did, but they didn't really like focus on it, but it was just like just having him be astounded at the fact, like, yo, this is 12-year-old me. Like, holy shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he made the jokes about it and everything, but it really wasn't like, well, maybe it was because he was so used to jumping back in time, but to me, that would just be something where I'd be like, oh, shit. Like, nigga, I'm 12 years old, and I'm looking at my 12-year-old self. You know what I'm saying? Just the, the fashion and the way you talked back then and the stuff you was doing back then, the stuff you was into back then, you know what I'm saying? Like, so for him to be able to explain to him about all the stuff now, like, yeah, you know, this is this is my wife. And he like, you mean our wife? He like, the fuck? Oh, yeah, that's right, that is me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can tell at times he forgets, like, nigga, this is me. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's, it's interesting to see that interaction. Um, and I think they did a pretty good job of portraying that, but I know for most, or at least I would like to think for most people, it would kind of be a little bit more hectic than that. Yeah, I thought it was also dope when they were sitting at the bar eating and they, mm-hmm. their legs was exactly the same. Yeah, they were like, when they was eating thing. everything. Yeah, they yeah. were like stirring it. It, it. it was like, I was just like, yo, this is this is so dope. And like, mm-hmm. I thought that that was funny on the way that they did that. But I felt like, you're right. Like, the way that that kid handled it, it's like, yo, like, this is like, this is a lot for mm-hmm. a 12-year-old to take in, to be like, to actually see their 30-year-old self and for him to yeah. be so cool about it. But also for the older Adam to make jokes like, yo, like, you have such a punchable face. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. and he was like, man, I forgot, like, I was a dick. And for him to realize, like, the, the shit that he went through with his mother, like, how mm-hmm. did you feel about that scene when, when the older oh, Adam was speaking oh, to his man. mother and... That was, yo, that that was, and that's another thing, like, they tell you in time travel, like, don't do shit like that. But, like, that conversation that he had with his mom at the bar, like, how did you feel about that? I mean, I thought that was dope because, like, you know, in a way he was able to reconcile what he did, you know what I'm saying, the way he was towards his mom without really, you know what I'm saying, being able to do it. You know what I'm saying? Basically motivating her and letting her know, like, yeah, you know, um, you know, he might be, you know what I'm saying, a little brash right now, but trust me, when he gets older, he'll realize, like, you know what I'm saying, he's going to love you, he's going to need you, and then at the end of the day, you know, they always come back to their mom. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I thought that was, you know, I thought that was super dope, man. You know, just being able to 
see your mom then. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't even like you don't even really under like a lot of people don't even get a chance to think about what their parents were like then before they became their well. He she was already his parent, but just to you know what I'm saying, like just go back and see that like in that moment, in that time. Like he was realizing a lot of different things, like when she stepped outside and put the blanket around her when he was standing in the shed part of the house or whatever, and he could see like, oh shit, like she was really going through it. She was grieving just as much as I was. You know what I mean? So like I thought that was dope for them to be able to have that interaction. Um and in a way, she I felt like she kind of realized who she was, who he was after a while. Before uh, when, or when he left out, she finally it, it kind of clicked to her like motherfucker kind of familiar. And then you know what I'm saying when she went out, she was like, wait, like, and I felt like that question was gonna come up like, yo, are you uh Adam? <laughs> motherfucker, like, what's like, going on? I was gonna ask you that. I was gonna ask mm-hmm. you that because like, um, but another thing. That was said uh, before I get to that when he was just like, uh, if you're grieving and you don't have it together, let him know you don't have it together. Mm-hmm. It was just how in depth he was able to talk about the conversation. She's right. like, like, damn, like you're you're talking like you're experiencing the same thing that I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. And but for her to be like, yo, my husband have a jacket just like that. And he was like, you know, this is a classic. Yeah, and so you know when he stood up and left, and she kind of like she made a face like, wait a minute, There's something familiar about him, and mm-hmm. so she ran out. And I was gonna ask you, but the thing is, I don't think she knows. Like, do you think that Lewis actually talked about the work that he was doing? I'm like, pretty sure her? she was aware of it. Because, like, my thing is, like, which would it even cross her mind the fact that? There would be a such thing as like, oh, I'm I'm sitting here looking at the Adam that's my fucking age, but the twelve mm-hmm. year old Adam is sitting at the house. Like, mm-hmm. you really think she registered that, or well, she I just mean, wanted to talk to him more because she just got like a sense? I don't know if she actually registered it. I think that she was kind of getting to that until he left. But I mean, they didn't really get too deep into it, of course, because you know what I'm saying they end up having to get the hell out the house. But I mean, I think, and my whole thing was after seeing it, when she ran out, you could kind of tell, like she kind of had a, a small little, you know what I'm saying? Inkling that that may or may not be him. Like you could tell she had a few more questions before she, you know what I'm saying? Like actually caught on to it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, all right. So when it comes to his wife, which is uh Laura, Mm-hmm. She goes back. Okay, I got a theory with Laura, right? Mm-hmm. So let me get this out. So Laura goes back to 2018. When Adam, when older Adam made the jump, he wanted to jump to 2018, but he missed or took the wrong numbers or whatever, miscalculated, however you want to put it. Mm-hmm. So he went back to 2022, but he meant to go back to 2018. So she went back to 2018, and so she was waiting for 2018. I thought she did. Because she said she was waiting for him for four years. Remember, she... Oh, damn, you are right. Yeah, because when they was in the cabin... Right, because she got stuck in 2018. No, you're right. She got stuck in 2018. Okay, so So, she would have already been there because she never came back. You're right, you're right. Exactly. So she, she was, you know, 
in current in her current time where she spent four years waiting on Adam to show up. Mm-hmm. So she is sitting there, and Adam meant to go to 2022, well, 2018, but he went to 2022. And so they meet each other, you know, in the middle of this whole fight thing, fight scene or whatever, whatnot. And, you know, she, he introduced her to the 12 year old him and all this type of shit. So, anyway, my whole thing is she went back because she knew she had to fix the whole time travel thing because the only way that they could fix it is that machine would have to be destroyed. So she went back to 2018. He meant to go there and missed the jump. My theory though, my theory is at some point, I think she went forward. Right? Because the way that they met is she was in the wrong building, wrong class, wrong everything. Mm-hmm. And that's how they met. Somehow they do it again at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I think she went back. Well, no, 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 not back, but she went forward because she knew that they would meet again. I think that she went to that class, the wrong class on purpose in the very beginning because she so. okay I don't so. so this and, and this is just from what i was gathering from it right so remember when it was at the point to where they were playing or they were throwing the ball around that's tossing the ball around uh-huh when the mission tossing the ball around remember they was talking about they start feeling something in their body when they was walking uh-huh. back to the house well remember when the 12-year-old Adam had threw it. He kind of threw it off. So, um, what's his name? Lewis? Yeah. So, Lewis had to go pick the ball up. When he picked the ball up, they was gone. So, that meant everybody went back to their perspective time. That would mean that she would also go back to her perspective time. Because okay. her younger self didn't die. Her older self did. Yes, but yeah, no, no. Like what I'm saying is, for her in their regular, their regular linear time, mm-hmm. she was in the wrong classroom, wrong mm-hmm. building, wrong everything. Mm-hmm. So they spent. They didn't really say how long they really spent with each other, and they got married and all that stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. So for. From when that part just happened, as you just said, when they went back to their respective times, mm-hmm. and he went back to school, and the same thing happened again. Mm-hmm. Or do you think? No, no, because it, it couldn't have been. It couldn't have been it being replayed. Like it. What I'm saying is like. I okay, like I see. It. I see where you. I see where your head is at. So it's not being replayed, right? Yeah. And this is why I said that this the 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 way that they use time travel was 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 very interesting because that's what I was saying when I say you break it down by the year, right? Like your thirty one year old self is going to go through what your thirty one year old self went through. Yeah. Right. But you also got to remember that in this movie when they was talking about. Um, when they was talking about the whole time travel thing, 
I think it was either Lewis that said it or Maya has said it, but one of them was talking about fate. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's the thing that we a lot of times have left out of the whole time travel theory is that fate is a component in it. Destiny is a component in it. No matter how much you can want to, how much you think you'll change time or anything else, like everything is destined to be what it is. Regardless of what you do, if you can go back and look at it, whatever, everything has to be in the order that it has to be in. Right. But we don't, I think that because we feel like going back, we have went back in time or whatever, that we have this like weird power to really like change things. Really, you don't. Like, you can change it somewhat, but for the most part, like, you, if you think about it, Maya didn't really change too much about her life. She was already rich. Yeah. She was funding this nigga's project of time travel. So she already had the money. It was just yeah. the fact that at, when she had went back in time, she just gave herself, like, an extra boost. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... To me, it's like I looked at it like they were basically saying that you're not cha- you can't really change anything because it's not the time travel, it's not the time that changes. You know what I'm saying? None nothing can can be arranged or you know what I'm saying, rearranged or whatever. Like it's it's the science of it all. Because remember he's that and that's another thing that Lewis said too. He she was like, Well, I've I've done something, and he was like, Yeah, but you never got the science of it all. So yeah. it's like everything has order. Everything has a, uh, everything has a, a, you know what I'm saying, a lane. And so, like, even if you, even if you tried your best to change some shit, you're really not gonna change too much about it. Like, his dad understood when they was talking about it. Like, okay, he got it. You know, when they were telling him, without really telling him, like, you basically you gonna die. But he caught on to that because he was like, damn, like, you know, the way they had, you know what I'm saying, was, you know, Adam or whatever. So it's like he understood that it's going don't don't tell me how it's going to happen because there's nothing I can do to change it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to happen regardless, regardless of what y'all do, regardless of how y'all think y'all can say it. You can't say me. It's just something that's going to happen. And I think he kind of understood. Um, I think he kind of understood time travel the more and more everything went on because like after a while you could see him shedding those thoughts of those theories because it's like okay well he not even supposed to be able to talk to his 12 year old self without some shit happening and changing and he not he definitely not supposed to be able to come back to me because then that's going to change some things so it's like you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you could you could tell that he kind of was getting out of that that thought process, and you know what I'm saying, seeing how those rules are somewhat bent. But I think that it's just like, regardless if you go back in time and you try to change something or whatever, it's like there's really nothing that you can do. Like that's just the way things happen. And like everything has an order, everything has a path that it has to follow. And regardless of what you do and how you do it, that path is just going to be followed, and you can't sure. obstruct it. True. I, I do think that he I think that he realized that he died the way the twelve year old Adam hugged him. Mm-hmm. No, I think, he, I think, he realized way before that. Yeah, like he knew he knew something was off. He was like, shit, mm-hmm. I must I must be I must die soon. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Another thing, when Adam was saying 
to what older Adam was telling the younger Adam, like, you know, take it easy. Like, when you see mom, he's like, I don't know if you're going to remember any of this. Like, mm-hmm. give her a hug. So I think that you can alter maybe the way someone perceives you, maybe. Mm-hmm. Because I think what that 12-year-old Adam did was start, because, you know, they, they, they gave us little nuggets. Like there was one scene where she was like, Adam, you know, I love you. Mm-hmm. He didn't say it back. Right, but then at, towards the end, when he gave her that hug, and she was like, "Adam, that you?" And she he was like, "Yeah." She was like, "I thought there was somebody trying to mug me." So mm-hmm. then they started playing, and she said, "I love you." Then he said, "I love you back." Mm-hmm. So I think that that relationship could be tighter. Maybe everything is gonna happen the way it happened, but maybe it changes the way. Because I think that you remember how he said high school years were bad. Yeah, I think that maybe this version of Adam, how yeah, it kind of be bad. Kinda, yeah, it kind of fixes some things, and yeah. that relationship with his mom is a little bit better. Maybe he don't have yeah. that same resentment towards his dad. Like, yeah, so that like that that kind of stuff just may change. However, I don't think anything like anything is going to be cataclysmic to where it's like his dad is still not going to die. Like his dad's going to live, and everything's going to change. It's not going to be nothing like that. It's just yeah, going to be it, like. Like fate is still gonna happen, destiny yeah. is still gonna happen, regardless yeah, of whatever. Maybe, maybe, yeah, he's maybe he there. Yeah, maybe he still get kicked out of college and still go to the Air Force. Exactly. Even though that relationship is good, maybe he still mm-hmm. make that one dumb decision but, that he okay, made in so, college. Right. So so instead of it happening like that, maybe he just decides I'm not gonna stay in college. I just rather go to the Air Force instead yeah. of getting kicked out this time. So yeah, that's but what I'm saying. E- yeah, yeah, yeah. But either way, he still ends up at the Air Force. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So yeah, so like fate just makes everything happen the same way it is. It's just maybe the choices to get to that path are just a, a little different. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. But I tell you, I tell you, look, and I look, I have been honest on this podcast, yo. You know what I'm saying? I get emotional on some shit. Mm-hmm. That fucking scene when he was talking to the older Adam, he was mm-hmm. like, yo, you need anything? He was like, look, I love you. You're this, you're that. And, and he was like, dad, you know, just chill. I don't need that. And like the mm-hmm. way he just kept going because he knew like with this version of you, mm-hmm. I failed you. Yeah. Like I failed this version of you because I focused more on my work. I didn't play with you enough. I didn't coddle you enough. And he knew that that Adam, the older Adam, had resentment for him. Yeah. And for him to say that to him the way that he did and to give him that hug, yo, that shit almost fucking got me, man. Like, did it? Like, listen, man, Mark Ruffalo, he is like, this dude is like really, really yeah, he's good the at what man. he does. He's the because man. he, like, to to show that type of motion in that moment, even, even, even Ryan Reynolds, because I think that we know how funny he is mm-hmm. and how charismatic he is that we kind of forget that he could really be a good actor. Yep. And for him to like to cry on demand like that and, and for that that just if y'all seen this movie, y'all know what scene I'm talking about. Like, dude, like I was I was there, like it was tearing up because like cried, I just man. think that 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 if if you have a parent that you know what I'm saying, like that's what you've been wanting to hear out of them. And it's like, and I think that he knew like this, <clears throat> this is the he also knew this is the last time I'm gonna see you. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm never gonna see you again. Yeah. So all I could do is 
this eight-year-old version of you, I could not what first of all he he destroyed his work so i don't know i don't know what he you know what i'm saying like what, what what's really going to happen but but i think that that scene was was very very well emotional for me wait a minute so this is the interesting point right you got to remember maya dies yeah so she dies after all of this is already said and done. So it's not like it can't be reproduced. But yeah. Because remember, they we, never destroyed the they never destroyed the thing, they just took it. This is true. But do you think that he would still now Maya's one person? Mm-hmm. She took advantage of it and used it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. So, do you think he still would do it, knowing that there could be a person that would use it the wrong way? Yeah, I mean, you, that's something that you really can't like. You can't really judge that, right? Because I mean, like, he didn't even think that Maya would get to that point. Like when he was talking to the younger version of mine, he was like, yo, this ain't nothing like you. And you could tell like that was she was nothing like that. She was talking yeah. about the environmental agencies and how the companies that, you know, what I'm saying that she's putting the stocks and stuff up with is is damaging the, the economy and the universe. I mean, in the atmosphere and stuff like so you could tell she made like a total 180. You know, what I'm saying? like in the midst of all this. Like somewhere down the road, like she made a 180. So it was only right for her. Well, I don't want to say it's only right for her to die, but it made sense that she ends up dying because it's like if you take that out of the equation, then a lot of things change now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it makes sense of her killing herself in her own hands. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I thought, yeah, it's crazy, but I thought that was dope for them to do it that way, for them to be like, yo, like you. You need to really think about what you're doing because, mm-hmm. like, this next decision that you make, you know what I mean? And yeah. so she made the, the selfish decision, and it ended up costing her. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I, I just thought that this movie, the way the way that they did it and the perception that we've always had, even when it comes to – now, that's not the same, but did you used to watch Quantum Leap? I tried a couple times, but that's not. I I watched Stargate. Like now, that's different. Like all like Quantum Leap was more like he would go back as another person, right? And like he would try to like ah man, I forget what like if he would try to fix the shit for them. Mm -hmm. I, I think they had a problem, and he would go back and fix it. But like it's just like everything that we've seen, you know, Back to the Future and all this type shit. It, I just thought that. The way that they did it, I think they just gave us a fresher version. Mm-hmm. And I just, I honestly thought, I honestly thought it was dope, man. And I, and I was, I, and I told you this at the beginning of the year. I was like, yo, listen, with HBO not doing that one thing no more, I said, listen, Netflix got a hit this year. Mm-hmm. Like they, they got to hit us with some good material. And then they already doing the one thing of, Checking the the email shit if it's coming up at different addresses, they charge you more for that shit. Yeah, for like like the password thing. So it's like 
for them to like try to raise prices and stuff like that. Like the material had to be good. So this this one, man, this one was pretty good, man. And and, and I think that they are getting their money's worth with Ryan Reynolds. With ever, I don't know how much money they gave him, but he hit us with a six hundred ground red notice. He hit us with this. I felt like he did another one. Or maybe it was just another movie, but it wasn't a Netflix movie. I might be thinking about my wife's bodyguard. Yeah, um, that's what it was. Well, I will say this, though, right? Like, he has... So Netflix is in a very unique position. For, like, the last four or five years, they've been having, like, big, big names do movies that they... they in, under their production house. And I think that that's very interesting because that's going to put like a strain on other streaming companies. Right. So like Hulu has a, a, a nice little hold because like they can just give you amounts and amounts of content without necessarily, um, without necessarily really creating too much. So they can kind of create some stuff, but they don't really necessarily have to. Because like they got a shitload of content from Disney that they could use, but also with Disney Plus doing what they're doing, then it's certain things that they can't use, right? Mm-hmm. So they can use like basically anything from ABC, NBC, whatever you know. What I'm saying your local program and that type of stuff. They got they kind of got a lock on that, and then you know they can come up with original programming too. But they also kind of got like deals with everybody else to where it's like, this is the place that you want you can go where you don't need a DVR anymore. So like, there's no need to pay for a DVR because Hulu is now like the new DVR, basically, yeah. right? Um, and then you got Amazon Prime who they got like- a lot of they got a lot of original content, which I think is dope. But you know, what I'm saying like with them, it's not necessarily a thing that everybody's going to the to really watch. Because I mean, Amazon is a the company itself is bigger than just that. So that's just something that you can go to to check out whenever you want to check out, right? And then you got Apple TV. Apple TV is to me the most unique because a lot of their stuff is unique content. So yeah. like they're taking it to a totally different lane. So you got like these four different facets and then you got like HBO Max, Peacock, Paramount. You got all them who, you know what I'm saying, they kind of got that, you know what I'm saying, to where like, you, of course, you know, HBO is Warner Brothers, so they get all the Warner Brothers stuff. You know, Peacock is NBC, so, you know, they can get the this, this, this certain shows. And then you got Paramount who, we all know that's a big production house, so they can get all the Paramount stuff. And so like, it's interesting to see that you know what I'm saying? Like what these guys can and can't touch. But Netflix is in a different position because they're like Hulu, but they're like Hulu on, on steroids. Cause like they yeah. can kind of they can kind of get in there where they could touch anything that they want to, technically. Because they're not like they don't really have a, a, a specific place that they have to be or they have to, you know what I'm saying, get in contact with. But at the same time, 
they're able to create their own programming, which really makes them the one that you want to go to because it's like you can still watch a movie that, you know what I'm saying, that you want to see. And then also you can go see like a fire documentary. You can go see a fire show. Um, you can go see a fire movie that they put out. So like, I think it's, I think it's more so interesting in the content that these guys are putting out more so than anything, because like Hulu is really like the TV show kingdom. And then Netflix is like the movie kingdom. And then you got Apple who's like, yeah, we going to do our own joints. And then like, if you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you don't. And then that's where like prime is as well. But prime is like the little brother to Apple. You know what I'm saying? But I also feel like I feel like when it comes to Prime, I think that they just outbid people for their movies. I think that because I haven't heard of Prime doing things like because Netflix, they announced, yo, we got a four year, not four year, but a four movie deal with mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds. Uh, mm-hmm. Apple, you know, they signed the deal with uh, with Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. I think that they just bought the rights of movies and be like, okay, well, this is going to be an Amazon Prime movie. Like, I don't think it was like, all right, Amazon Prime gave Chris Pratt a deal, and then we got this Tomorrow War. I think they just mm-hmm. outbid it whoever, and they and put the Tomorrow War on yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that's actually yeah, that's actually a better way to look at it. For sure. I, I didn't even think of it that way. That's actually probably a better way. They probably just like, we got the, we got the, you know what I'm saying, the resources to do it. Let's find a, you know what I'm saying, a script that we can put on film and let's do it that way. Yeah, hey, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. So let's get into these fire flames, my brother. Yes, sir. Yoga fire. Yoga flame. Hey, we in this thing. It's fire flame time. So this is the movie you pick, man. It's only right you go first. What you got? All right, man. Um, first and foremost, the cast was phenomenal. I thought that they picked the perfect people to do this. Uh, like I mentioned, I think Mark Ruffalo was perfect. He, like he fit like a glove to be Lewis. Ryan Reynolds, uh, he killed it. Uh, the, the little kid, I think his name was Walker. They played oh, him. That was no, his name double. was um, Scoble Walker. Yeah, like that kid. I felt that that, that was a perfect pick. Um, Zoe, you know, even though she wasn't in it very long, I just honestly, man, it, it's a really good movie, really good script. Um, I, I really like the concept that they had, and uh, I seen it twice. I'm gonna be safe, man. I'm, I'm gonna give it a four. Okay. I'm gonna give it a four. I, I, I thought that it was. I thought it was a really, really good, solid movie. Has some very funny moments in it. Like Ryan Reynolds always got those one-liners that are great. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm gonna give it a four, man. Okay, I'm sorry. His name wasn't Scoble Walker. It's Walker Scoble. That was my fault. Um, but yeah, I agree, man. Um, I'm gonna go with a four as well. Like uh, you, pretty much hit the nail on the head. Um, great cast. Story was amazing. Um, the concept of the movie is to me the most usually the most important one of the most important things. But this one specifically was the most important thing because they had a very unique take on it, right? They didn't like go down the lanes of anything else. 
a lot of different movie references. They even reference Back to the Future, Terminator, you know what I'm saying? Like all of these different things. A nice little hint at the MCU with the multiverse theory thing. So it's like to, you know what I'm saying, to, to be able to have Mark Ruffalo, that's a part of the MCU, and then Zoe Saldana, that's a part of the MCU, and then Ryan Reynolds, that's a part of the MCU in a weird way. And then to, you know what I'm saying, come up with that. I thought that was genius. Um, but the acting was great. Nothing was wrong with the acting. I thought the fight scenes were great. Um, the funny part was when, you know what I'm saying, he was like, yo, is this a lightsaber? And he's like, nah. And then when he did it, he was like, don't do it, man. And he finally used it. He was like, bro, that's a lightsaber. You know what I'm saying? I enjoyed the, you know what I'm saying, the little quips they had back and forth. Um, yeah, I'm going for it, man. I enjoyed this. I really did, thoroughly. That's what's up. Not bad at it at all. All right, man. So let's get into the coming soon. Coming soon. Coming soon. All right. So you already know what it is, man. Snowfall, season five, episode, I think it's eight. Yes. Eight. I believe it's eight. Yep. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Coming back. Um, it was a very interesting last episode. You know what I'm saying? We we got some very iffy characters going on right now. You see a lot of people are on the fence. You know what I'm saying? They're on the edge of making moves. They, they, they may or may not make. You know what I'm saying? A lot of questionable activity is going on. Um, but I don't think that's what this next episode is about. I think that we are about to see my man Jerome tie the knot, man. Jerome and Louie about to tie that knot, man. Man, listen, you came up with a great idea. All I'm going to say is I'm not going to be surprised if some of this shit is a dream. Because I, I, think, saw, I think it is. I, 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 saw, I, I, watched, I watched another one, and it's mm-hmm. just like there's like two scenes. Mm-hmm. It just it don't feel right. So I know it's funny I about know, it. You and I'm gonna tell and I'm gonna tell you why I thought that, right? Because this is the first time I finally did it. I finally watched it on the next episode joint. So when I watched it, I'm like, damn, like ain't no way they skipped that much time to jump to the like it's so it's like they had to plan this out and do all this other shit. Like, ain't no way they just did that much with everything going on. And then you know what I'm saying, like we just skipped the whole situation with Kane. We skipped the whole situation with what Sissy got going on. We skipped um, uh, Franklin and, and Veronique doing their thing and seeing if, you know, they going to get the bid or fixing the bid or not. Like, it's so much going on in this whole, in this whole episode to then look, skip Everything else, even though they skipped a lot of stuff from season to season, but I mean, like in the same season, we really don't get that, especially without getting some type of backstory or getting some type of, you know what I'm saying? Um, Basically getting some type of information or some type of hint or something towards the next episode, at least. It's just, it's, it's way too much to skip over and to finally say that they're doing that. I think that this is... um. This is like either Jerome is going through this or Louis is going through this. I think there's going to be some type of 
problem that ends up ensuing, of course. Um, I think this is going to be one of the biggest. How can I put it? I think this is going to be like one of the biggest plot twists that we've seen in the television show. That's awesome. that's the easiest way for me to put it. I think it's going to be a huge plot twist. I, <clears throat> now I don't know what character is going to be from, but I'm 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 looking between Louis, I'm looking between Jerome, and I'm looking between Franklin. So that's how, that's where I'm going with it. Not a bad synopsis, man. So I, I yeah, this this episode is going to be I don't know, man. I I, I really don't because once. I saw the one thing. I said, "Yo, this just feels really odd." Mm-hmm. And like, like if there was one scene that really did not make sense. But I think so. I think, I think the wedding gonna be a dream. But I think yeah. the other parts is not gonna be right. Like right. I think with her actually meeting with uh, Teddy, mm-hmm. I think that really happens. We'll see. We'll see. We will see, man. So y'all stay tuned. For the next episode, like Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre, man, um, <laughs> we'll be bringing y'all, you know what I'm saying, um, our review of episode eight, right? Yep. Yeah, episode eight, Snowfall, season five. Till then, man, enjoy this episode. Go back and check out any episodes you may have missed or, you know, <clears throat> any of the movies that we covered. Go watch them. Come back, listen to the episode, see what you think. Um you know what I'm saying? And as always, man, feel free to hit us up on them socials. You can catch us on Instagram and Twitter at View Nine Pod and on Facebook at VA Pod Watch Group. You can hit us up anytime on there. Give us um, any of your ideas, any of your comments, anything like that. We always looking forward for the feedback and we always looking to have a great conversation about anything that we covered on the uh, on the podcast. I'm sorry. And um, if you got any ideas or you just want to hear us cover something specifically, feel free to hit us up. And uh, if you don't want to hit us up, you can always DM us. You know, what I'm saying DMs are definitely open um, for any movie suggestions, any television suggestions as well. And, uh, man, listen, hit me up anytime at Scoots Bronson on Twitter. And um, you can follow me for now on TikTok at Scoots Bronson TV. And y'all can find me at S.Foster8. That's on Instagram and Twitter at 28 Minutes or Less Pod. That's just on IG. Uh, follow the podcast on all major platforms. 28 Minutes or Less. Drop the new episode, episode 80 of that podcast and that was what Carter lost. I did the 30 for 30, the ESPN 30 for 30 on the Carter Cowboys from Dallas, Texas in the in the in a high school team that people say was the best high school team ever. Um so I did a podcast on that and on uh, down follow that. So uh Carter is the out, team man. that uh beat the Permian Panthers, right? Yeah. yeah. In the state finals. Nope. See, Friday Night Lights made us believe that was the finals. That was the semifinals. They played. They played. They played. played, uh, Converse uh, Judson in the finals. Okay. Yeah that that was the semifinal game. And did you know that the game before that? You know who was the running back that they played that lit them up? In what Friday Night? No, 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 no. And uh, Carter, like real life, like. The, who Carter played? Oh, in '88, who was the yeah. running back? 
Yeah. Uh, uh, nah, it wasn't Earl Campbell. He was before nah, that. Nah, nah. Um, trying to think, who was a running back in '88? Who had been '88 high school? I mean, in college, they'd have been what around the '90s. Trying to think of a dope ass running back from the '90s. <laughs> college running back at that. Shit, you got I me like, beat. I man. like to think it. Yeah. Odell Beckham. The daddy. Yep. That's fire. He lit them up. They couldn't fuck with him. <laughs> That's but, uh But they found a way to beat him. Um, but, yeah. So, uh, I, I, I just thought that was funny. I brought that up on the podcast as well. But, uh, yeah, man. Everybody go go check that out, man. Uh, pretty, pretty good episode, which I, I feel it was. But I'll be honest. If I felt like I put out some bad material, i tell you. You know what I'm saying? This, this, yeah. this was some good shit, man. But it, but it also was a great story, man, and it was a great redemption story towards mm-hmm. the end. But just to think about a team where you had 22 scholarship offers. Look at us, everybody on offense and defense starting. It was. It was. <laughs> that's every starter on offense and defense. And bro. I think 18 of them was Division One. Mm-hmm. And then eight players ended up going pro off of one football team, one high school football team. And for the five players that ended up going to jail for armed robbery, like some of them could have possibly, mm-hmm. you know, been other players that made it to the NFL. Who knows? Right. But, you know, great story, though, man. Bro, think about this. Wait a minute, though. Wait a minute, nigga. So uh, the whole offense and the whole defense (laughs) gets a scholarship. (laughs) Out of twenty-two niggas, eight of them niggas went pro, bro. Eight of them went pro. That's huge. That's why people say this was the best. And 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 I said this on the pod, like, because they said that they have nothing to show for it. Because what happened was Mm -hmm. that. So they had to go through a whole bunch of shit to even play the games. But long story short, they go to the championship game, win it. Mm-hmm. And um, then in the spring, then this robbery start happening, ended up being 22 robberies. Mm-hmm. And then uh, five of the players ended up getting sentenced. The most got 25 years. The least was 13 years, I believe. They, none of them did that type of time. I think the yeah. most anybody did was seven. But so when that happened – See the whole thing of why they had they went through turmoil throughout the playoffs was because it was one player. The word is he had a sixty-seven, and the teacher changed the grade to a seventy-two because everybody had to have at least a seventy. So there was these school board, there was these school boards meeting for one player. So what ended Mm -hmm. up happening, they. All the other schools was like, yo, they had a, a player that was ineligible, boom, boom, boom. They ended up spending over $30,000 in legal fees. And after two years, they just stopped pursuing it. So they stripped that title from them and gave mm-hmm. it to the team that they played against. So they look at it like, oh, well, this is the best team to never win a championship. But like, the example I used was Reggie Bush. We all seen Reggie Bush in oh, that yeah. fucking Heisman Trophy. As a, I'm not going to lie to you. Don't give me no trophy that these niggas done already had. I don't, don't, we not doing that. Yeah. If I'm that high school, and then you got to think about it. Like, the players are probably not even there anymore. (laughs) It's just like, because it was two years later. Nigga, we already lost. 
Yeah. Not there's even no lost. They got, they got punished. Regardless, there's no trophy. <laughs> don't give me that trophy now. Forget that. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I was there. Every time I look at that trophy, I got to hang my head because I know I didn't really win that trophy. That was handed exactly. to me on a technicality. Ain't no wins and no technicality. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah man. Definitely go check that out, man. Um, and also, you know what I'm saying? After you check out my man S. Foster schooling y'all on that Carter football team, go watch uh Friday Night Lights and learn a little bit about them. Get to, get a chance to see them in, in pseudo person. No, no, no. no. Uh and I said it wrong on my podcast. I just called it Carter, but it's Carter High. Yeah. They did a movie on that. And what pissed me off about that was Friday Night Lights was a book, a movie, and a TV show. Yeah. Whole, a whole bunch of money put behind it. But Carter mm-hmm. High, it's like a B movie. It got yeah. some actors that me and you would recognize. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It got it got your boy uh uh Pookie Hall. Pookie Hall is in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. it's but the Carter High movie is like a B movie. Yeah. But Friday Night Lights get all this money thrown behind it, and you got people like Billy Bob Thornton in it and shit like yeah. that. So, you know, I, I thought that was kind of fucked up the way that they did that. So mm-hmm. we didn't really because the way they portrayed Carter High in Friday Night Lights was they was all thugs and drug dealers and you know what and I'm all they, of them niggas on that team was grown, bro. Exactly. And it wasn't even, and it wasn't even like that. And, and like, like they put a scene in there. They put a scene in there where the quarterback was laying on the ground with his helmet off, and the dude yeah. kicked, kicked yeah. it. They was like, I mean, Yo. you gotta you gotta add in the dramatization. But I'm just saying, like when that team came on the field, I was like, nigga, them is NFL players. Like, ain't none of them, <laughs> ain't none of them in high school at all. If they in high school, them they dumb because there's no way them niggas was was built like that in in that time. Coming onto the field like them niggas was full grown athletes, bro. Because even even Jesse Armstead, like when he played linebacker, he was mm-hmm. I think they said that he was six four two oh five. Oh, okay, that's so light. yeah, you know what I'm saying. But by the time he got to Miami and the NFL and shit, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. he probably got up to the two thirties or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, in high school, that, you know, he was two five. Yeah, that's light. Yeah, so but yeah, man, like I I just thought the way that they but see they the perception that they used. Was mm. after the fact, after all of those robberies. Well, I mean, down. you also and you also got to remember, like you, they want you to root for the Permian Panthers in the movie. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't nobody like if they never made them look like the bad guys. Like, you're not going into that movie like, oh yeah, they going. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, you you kind of going for Carter? Like, yeah, Carter about to beat their ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, if they use regular high school high school kids, right? You'll be like. Yeah, Permian about to go ahead and get this W. Then you'll be – it wouldn't be as believable if they'd have lost, you know what I'm saying, to some real high school-looking, you know what I'm saying, uh, actors. But, nah, them niggas, they look like they're about to lose that game. When them niggas came out on the field, I said, oh, yeah, they about to get dusted. Yo, they had a dude with uh with a bandana over his face. Like, <laughs> on the field? Yes. Dude, because they showed a clip of Friday Night Lights, because I forgot about this. When Carter walked out there, there was a dude, he had a blue bandana. He had the helmet, like, halfway on his head and a blue bandana across his face. That's not even... Why would you do that? Dude, like, it it is is crazy. It is crazy. That's not even a logical thing. Like, nigga, once you start sweating, that motherfucker gonna get wet, like... If you breathe the wrong way, you're not you gonna choke yourself. Or you just ain't gonna be able to breathe. You got to take that motherfucker off eventually. 
Yeah, man. It, it was yeah. It was it was just the, the way the way they betrayed him. But you yeah, know, that's why I thought it was a good story to tell. Yeah, that, it definitely is though, man. Definitely check that out. Um. So yeah, with that being said, man, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we greatly appreciate it. The support is always appreciated. But until the next episode, y'all know what they say in Hollywood, man. That's a wrap. Cut. Okay.